This is Hope FM. So, we're here to talk about the Bournemouth Incorporated Free Church Council because you've both, along with everything else that you guys do, uh, you've been both at the heart of that organisation. So, David, if I could come to you, uh, first of all, you're the current chair uh, of the council and you were explaining to me that the chair uh, normally does a two-year service, although that can be extended. But fundamentally, how does the council come to be? It came to be, uh, I believe, in the the 1890s. Um, It has a a number of aims. Um, They they sound very formal, but when you look at what's behind them, I think they're they're wonderful kingdom aims. Um, It's quite quite lofty. Um, To begin with, it says, to promote the spiritual life of the churches, societies, associations and bodies being evangelical and free within the district over which the council extends. And then it goes on to say, to aid the progress of the kingdom of Christ therein by cultivating closer fellowship amongst the member churches and taking concerted actions to questions affecting the common interest of the churches. It sounds very Victorian, it sounds very lofty, but actually it's about being the gathered people of, of, of God and non-conformity beyond the, the confines or, or restraints of the, the established church and the Roman Catholic Church. There are so many of us of different kinds and persuasions. It's wonderful to have some sort of opportunity to come together as non-conformists. And I suppose you could replace all of that by, by one word... Uh, relational, yes, because it, because it's an opportunity, isn't it, for people from different backgrounds to to be in relation one to the other. But you have that central core of firm belief, you know, uh, in in the gospel, uh, and of course in mission as well. Absolutely, it's like the, the the good old Keswick Convention, all one in Christ Jesus. It's it's that sort of emphasis. We may have different nuances of of doctrine and theology, but. First and foremost, we're Jesus people and we want to see the kingdom expressed in love in the area that we cover. Tony, how long have you been involved with, with, with the council? With the council, uh, 15 years plus. I was trying to work it back. I knew I'd be asked and I forgot to work it out, but about 15 years uh, in the role as secretary. So this is obviously a voluntary role that oh, yes. you're undertaking. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have any, any paid employees at all or anything, any money that we generate is either put back into the building or out into the community. Mm. Now, under normal circumstances, because I know that we're not in normal circumstances, you had your AGM recently, I know it was a, was it a Zoom or a... We actually had to postpone it. We, we're rescheduling it for October. Oh. And that may well be a Zoom, we're trying to work it out now. <laughs> we're all Zooming we're and Microsofting and all, <laughs> the, all these days. But, of course, normally you, you, you meet uh, as a council uh, together, at least uh, annually, and you have and continue to support... Lots of different work, uh, you know, within the the, yes. the local area. What is it that that attracted you to become its secretary? Was it was it somebody twisting your arm up your back and said, "You, we need a secretary." Um, that was part of it, <laughs> which is the way that most volunteers. <laughs> it find it always so is, isn't it? Yeah. But actually, no. I, I until I was actually approached, I didn't know. I knew of the Free Church Council. I didn't know what its aims were, what it actually did in the community. Um, you mentioned a, a really lovely man called Don Myers, um, who had been in the Free Church Council for many, many years. Um, he actually was the person that first uh, approached me, and he told me what the aims of the Free Church Council were, uh, which immediately struck a chord. What, what they were looking at was exactly the sort of thing that I feel Christianity and Christians should be involved in. Um, and it was at the same time, the current secretary at that time had just said, look, I really need to 
to go away. So it was a dual edge thing. First of all, the first thing was, would I like to go on the council? I followed immediately by, <laughs> by the way, we need a secretary. <laughs> so it was, uh, and, uh, but I like the idea of it. Um, I, and and uh, it went on from there. Mm. And do you do you have premises? I mean, I, I mean, obviously you've got the various church premises, uh, member churches, and so on. But what about the council itself? What, what, do you have a base somewhere? The actual committee, no. Um, in this area, the the Free Church Council, the main thing that we have is we have uh, forty five low cost flats based in the Charminster area. So if any, if that is a base, I suppose that's where it would be. But as a council, no, we don't. We meet. Um, usually at East Cliff United Reformed Church, primarily because that's in the centre of Bournemouth. We, we Easier there. for people to yep. get to, yeah. Mm. But we don't have a base as such, no. Mm. In terms, uh, David, of, of member churches, because, I mean, obviously we're not talking one denomination, no. we're talking several, mm. and, uh, and with that sort of free church element, yes. uh, non-conformist. I mean, maybe we should maybe explain a wee bit to people who don't know what we're talking about, mm. about what non-conformist actually means. It's it's the, those churches, the, the dissenting churches, the non-conformist churches, <laughs> Protestants that aren't part of the Church of England. So historically, it would have included Congregationalists, Presbyterians, Methodists, th- those historical denominations. And over time, you know, um, for example, the Council, we would say we, we've got Salvation Army, we've got uh, URC, which is a, a merger of congregational and presbyterian and some churches of christ methodists baptists and those historical nonconformist denominations but there, there's no good reason why it couldn't include those who who are part of newer fellowships mm. and newer expressions of of church joining with those from the historical denominations. This is Hope FM. Some people might think, you know, that with all these denominations, and I, I was quite staggered, you know, because I did a, a piece of research once as to find out how many different denominations there were in the world. Christian. Now, this is Christian denominations. Do you know how many there are? And probably this figure is probably out of date. Take a breath. 36,000. <laughs> Oh, yeah, gosh, thirty-six thousand uh, different different denominations, and and of course people think, well, you know, well, 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 what, what on earth? What's wrong with you guys? But of course, the thing is that the the, the, the church is is more about people than denominations, mm. isn't it? But uh, how how would you sort of explain that if somebody said to you, David, you know, why so why so many different types of churches? I, I guess you, you might say, well, why do you like fish fingers and I don't? Why do you like sausages? And the, I think that the the, uh, the the reason for denominations historically you know, are, are myriad and, and many, but sometimes you know the, 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 there are those views of we need to reform, we need to change this, we need to have a greater say for the laity. Oh well, here comes Methodism. And then from Methodism, um, well, actually, we need to focus on mission and caring for people uh, in, in poverty. And out of Methodism comes the Salvation Army. Uh, and then at Azusa Street, there's this, this revival of the Holy Spirit, and emphasis on, on gifts of the Spirit, and a whole range of denominations from the Assemblies to, to Elim to the Apostolics all come. And then, of course, you know, the new wave in the, the 60s, 70s, 80s of, of, of Restoration churches. It's that desire to, to, to work for God, to express the things of God and concentrate on new charisms, a new focus, a, a, a new outreach. And it, it's that constant desire just to follow the, the working of God and the will of God. And, and people have, 
have a, a, a real yearning to do that and, and sometimes you know it results in denominations either not accidentally but you know not necessarily on purpose all the time but it, it flows in that way by the, the will of God but in the end it's all about Kanonia, it's all about being the, the gathered, united people of God and we, we may differ about elements of doctrine, we might differ on sacraments, we may differ on the interpretation of the word but if we know and love Jesus and are seeking to express the kingdom of God and follow the spirit and be bound by God's word anything else is window dressing <laughs> yeah and of course the one and, and I guess it's a good Methodist you'd be able to say this Tony but but I mean uh, right at the core of all believers is the Holy Spirit isn't Absolutely. it so the, the Holy Spirit in me is the same Holy Spirit in all of us here mm. every believer uh, and uh, unites us. One of one of the joys that I had uh, was being director of YMCA, you know, uh, locally for uh, twenty six years. Uh, but I had a career of forty years. But I, I, as part of that, I was able to go to Australia and to Africa and to different different nations, uh, and worship in high church, low church, and in between church. Uh, mm. And it never ceased to amaze me how that unifying factor. Uh, of no matter what people's perform worship preferences were, uh, was was always there, and you could find that fellowship. And yeah. I guess that you must have travelled as well, Tony, and you yep. have seen change over the over the years that you've been secretary of the council. Yes, yes, I think I'm absolutely the where the Free Church Council is lucky. I use that word advisedly at this, in this day and age, is that we don't rely on money being invested uh, to earn income. As everybody will know, if you've got savings anywhere at the moment, the interest rate is hardly <laughs> worth putting money in for. We're very lucky that our money comes from the um, rents of our flats, uh, and it means that each year we are able to put money back into the community, which is one of the aims, obviously, that we have. Um, we always receive, unfortunately, more requests for funding than we can ever do, uh, and this year we've had there's been no difference. We've had, we're actually supporting 12 different um, organisations this year, but we had to turn down and say to people, really, we're really sorry we can't do perhaps another three or four on top of that. We'd love to do more, but even so, we are limited in what we can do. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I remember uh, that when I was director of the YMCA, the Free Church Council were regular givers. In fact, regular givers to Hope FM. Mm. Um, and that has remained over the years. And, but also regular givers to the YMCA. And the YMCA have a lovely house who, that was g given to us uh, by John Mills, who, of course, was a stalwart uh, yeah. of the Free Church Council. And, and that was £100,000. But that that hundred thousand pounds and the money that's been added to it has has meant that 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 retreat centre in Studland Village uh, is there and now people can you know, it's on a donation basis and you can go and recharge your batteries, which of course was John's initial vision. But I guess that that enabling, um, which you have done to many ch churches, even outside of of your normal yes. circle, you know. So have you ever worked out how, how, how much you've been able to, to give to these different groups? Uh, no, I mean, if you take I mean, that, that 100,000 to the YMC was the largest donation we've ever done. It was well, it was well, um, uh, well funded, well uh, put forward. It was, it was a good, good investment, exactly the sort of thing that we want to, to see, money being put in to promote the work of Christ. And in that particular case, it was, it was an absolutely a great example. But we range quite widely. Um, it's difficult to say, frankly, how much we take this year. 
is probably in the region of something like, well, in total, £50,000 or more this year that we're putting out. So over the years, I suppose that's a pretty average um, investment. We wouldn't turn anything down because of the initial request for the actual amount of funding. We do have to occasionally say, look, sorry, we can't do that, but we can give you this amount. A contribution yeah. towards, which of course is what a lot of organisations yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I'm delighted to say uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that this year, of course, you, you granted Hope FM £11,000. Yes. Uh, and, and, and that does make a big difference. People who are regular listeners to uh, radio might wonder how we're funded. Uh, and it's actually through support of people uh, like like yourselves. Uh, and, uh, of course, we are equipment. We've been going for 13 years. Couldn't remember that. So I'm pleased to say that we've now installed a new transmitter. Uh, it is working and taking the signal uh, quite a long way. Uh, and uh, you'll, you'll be able to see some of that equipment later on. But, of course, the YMCA is only, uh, the Hope FM is only one organisation among many this year. Yes. Uh, Emmanuel Church, my own uh, uh, church fellowship I know have also benefited. But what other sorts of projects have you funded? We've gone right. We've gone also from one extreme to the other. We, we've given a small amount to um, a local play group. We support the uh, night club outreach chaplain down in Bournemouth. It really is quite a wide range. I think the one that's really on my mind at the moment is we um, do fund the free church chaplain at the Bournemouth University and Paul College. And we actually just appointed. We actually appointed a gentleman three or four days ago. He's taking over from the 1st so of I, September. I feel, a I feel a guest coming oh, on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, um, uh, it is obviously a very important role. I mean, if you imagine at the university with a number of, of, of uh, students that are there, the role of the chaplain is increasing all the time and the difference in what the role is uh, so that was a we're very proud of that we also work with um mind the for, for people um we're very heavily involved with the food bank uh, obviously in this, this day and age the demand for that is going up and up and up sadly it, it, very it, much it, so and we've actually increased our grant to them this year which we were very pleased to do um we work very closely with faithworks wessex and the um, rough sleeping um thing and the projects that go out from there and we're, again, what a tremendous, what a tremendous job those people do. And we're very proud to be involved in there. But it's gone down. What, um, uh, what else have we got? Um, we're working with Fernheath Play. They, they work with disadvantaged families out in, in the Kinson area. Uh, we're working with um, uh, the Health Bus uh, Trust, which, again, is... Yes, they're, they're looking to buy a new bus, aren't they? they? And we are actually yeah. providing money towards yep. that. Yep. Uh, and then, say, we also work with... Um, well, there's... there's this is a There's no actual limit uh, or no um, guidance as to who we work with. Uh, we receive requests and each one is looked at at the time. It can be a big organisation, it can be a small organisation, it can be a nationally well-known organisation, it can be a local organisation. The, the prime thing is that the work that they do has to be based within the Bournemouth Pool, Christchurch, Conurbation. Other than that, really, we, we look at each case that it comes in. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Yes, I'm my very special guest in the studio, David Alton, who is the chair of the Incorporated Bournemouth Free Church Council, and Tony Fernand, who's the secretary, has been secretary for, was it 
Uh, nine years, you said. Fifteen, I think. Fifteen, yeah. my goodness. Cutting you short there. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were talking about those wonderful grants that you've been making. Of course, you've been making these grants year in and yeah. year out. The, the money, though, comes from, uh, from where, David? The money comes uh, from um, the flats, the, the rents of the flats that we, uh, we have. Uh, and uh, that, that's just a, a wonderful privilege to, to occasionally go to that community and, 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 and sense that, uh, that spirit of community that there are in the, the flats there. Um, occasionally you, in lockdown, we, we've actually had distanced committee meetings uh, <laughs> on deck chairs uh, in the grounds, which is slightly distracting because you're looking at the dahlias or the, the, the wisteria <laughs> or what have you, having to focus back on business again for a second. But it's, it's the flats that bring in um, the majority of our, our funding. Now, the, the, the purpose behind having, having those uh, flats may have come to you, t- uh, Tony, because obviously they were there, of course, before you. Yep. Uh, but what, 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 what was it that made the council invest in those flats? In fact, the, the initial investment wasn't in the flats at all. The, the land that it's on originally uh, housed a mother and baby unit uh, right up until 1969. Uh, mainly um, in those days, it was, it was mums who were single mums. Uh, and I still have the records. And in fact, on average, once every couple of months, I get an inquiry either from somebody that was born there or says, my, I think my mum was there. Can you give me any more detail? Mm. But in 1969, really, the demand for that service had gone. So the council at that time looked around for an alternative, and that's when the flats came into being. The original building was knocked down, and we have a block of 34 flats on what was the original building. What was the original nurse's home, which is almost adjacent, that is now um, a house divided into six and we actually bought the bungalow next door, and that's now now been divided into five. So we have, we have a total of 45 flats. And, of course, the running of those flats, as you said, produces a, a, a surplus. But yes. but actually, the, the, the letting of the flats in itself is a ministry. What's the criteria for somebody moving in there? There's an age criteria, which is the minimum age of 50. Uh, so quite, quite young, really. Yeah, compared to, compared to me, very young indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, no, it, it, that, that's, the only, that's the only real... Um, requirement we get a number of people um asking for the flats it really a bit sometimes can be quite heartbreaking when you look at the applications that we've got and we know either that we can't offer anything at that particular time or we've got one flat and, and, and we just just read just done it we had one flat that became vacant we had four applications that we considered were all um wonderful worthy, yeah. all worthy mm-hmm. and what you've got to try and do then is just to choose one person from that four and say look but we, we know that, that when people go in there they feel security because obviously they're, they're there with, with like minded people the flats themselves are absolutely excellent mainly bed sits but they are totally secure uh, they're totally self contained each has its own kitchen its own bathroom its own secure entrance obviously a main block entrance but each house there each flat then has its own secure entrance so they find security they find fellowship uh, we're lucky to have wonderful grounds, as David was actually saying. And at this time of year, go down the grounds at five o'clock and you'll find a tea party going on um, with, with all the people in there. Um, Albeit a distracting tea party. Uh, oh, yeah, there. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we, at we, a distance. We, yeah, so when, as David was right, so when we were down, it was, one was going on and it was quite difficult to... So maybe, maybe I feel an outside broadcaster coming <laughs> on. I, I, I could, you know, <laughs> be tempted. <laughs> but it, it, so, I mean, that's it really. It, the... Um, we hold two services there a year. We hold one at Easter and we hold one at Christmas. David is actually doing one for us this year. 
and we, we hold two services which everybody is invited. There is a common area, which, but it's not compulsory. Um, in, in today's world, you can't say you've got to be a Christian to belong to the flats. Most of the people that are there are, in fact, uh, have a Christian faith, and most of them do go to a church, but that's not a main criteria. Mm. So, I mean, quite a job to, to administer those. Do you, do you have a full-time worker or somebody? So an, another part of your small voluntary commitment, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it, it, I'm helped very much by one of the tenants there, John um, Reese and his wife, who actually live on the flats, and actually they um, do quite a bit there for me. Anything that goes wrong at the flats, they're the first people that get to hear about it. We have a system whereby if anything needs doing... Um, John and his wife are notified. John has an authority for me to do some of the things very quickly. Uh, and without that, frankly, the job would be impossible. Yeah. Um, and so my, you know, my thanks to him, I hope he's listening, but it's my thanks to him anyway, because he and his wife do a terrific job. Hey, shall, shall we dedicate the next piece of music yeah, that would to be him? Great. Now, John, if you were at Sunday school, uh, you may remember this, or even, never mind Sunday school, at school, uh, we used to sing this one. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'm not, we won't introduce it. Because it's pretty self-explanatory uh, what, 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 what the song is. I'll ask you at the end whether you got it right or not. Well, of course, uh, did you guess that wonderful hymn, He Who Would Valiant Be? And, uh, and of course, that was uh, penned by John Bunyan uh, himself. We've just been chatting uh, off the air, actually, about some of the greats, the great reformers. And we've all come to the conclusion uh, that there's nothing new under the sun, have we? <laughs> 
Absolutely. Uh, the, the ideas that, that, that we're, we're running with and ruling with now are, are ideas that, that the great reformers had previously, whether it's uh, food banks, whether it's uh, 24-7 prayer, whatever it might be, th- there's precedent and history so much in the in the uh, the church of of the past and often uh, through nonconformists through uh, through reformers of one sort and another and of course very often there there was corruption wasn't there you know very much so i mean i mean certainly with luther uh, and so on uh, and uh, obviously they, they were standing against that as well as of course theological uh, yeah. differences so in a way justice was very much a part yeah. and at the heart of these great reformers wasn't it very much so mm. Mm. so uh, going forward now you're chairman mm. um so uh, how long have you been newly elected david uh, no i i've a year um done just over a year and i've got one more year to go but it is great outside of your own pastoral situation, your own uh, church or core appointment, as we say in the Salvation Army, to actually be part of the, the work of the wider church, whether it's some of the, the formal mechanisms of churches together or whether it's some of the, the newer expressions of, of working together. And, and Free Church uh, Council is just one of those wonderful opportunities to to come to the table with other believers of, of one sort and another and, and just share in, in kingdom work. And the great thing about uh, Free Church Council, you know, it, it takes in lots of denominations. It takes in laity and, and clergy. You know, there's, there's just this, this desire to enrich the community that we live in and, and, and show God's love in, in a myriad of ways. So like Tony says, you know, some of the organisations and projects we support aren't Christian but you can't argue with with the the value of Mm. mind you can't argue with the value of play projects you know these are great things that enrich our community and you know what God's in them anyway even if they ain't got the label (laughs) (laughs) it's very interesting you should say that when we launched Hope FM I don't think you were part of the the debate then but we we had this big debate about are we going to play any secular music and uh, I, I used to get letters about it, you know, and uh, I, I had one 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 word reply, which is yes. Uh, and, but in fact, I then went on to explain that many years ago, I read a, a book by a Roman Catholic priest, actually, uh, Michel Coist. And uh, he, he said that in God's world, uh, we talk about secular, you know, I, I hate that word, you know. Uh, but he said there's, there's no such thing as secular uh, because God created all things and and music is such a wonderful gift isn't it and uh, uh, and i thought well actually you know all music's coming it's just that some of the stuff in all of us is redeemed mm-hmm. you know it's it's used for good yes. and like everything in this world there are things that are that are so i think a lot of people are closer to god mm. than what they think they are <laughs> because the very gifting that they operate in whether they may not be going to church and i guess that that's at the heart of what mm. you're you're recognising. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, that idea of the, the, the divide of sacred and secular certainly isn't very biblical, <laughs> certainly isn't very Jewish. You know, we had a wonderful song earlier. That is not a Jewish idea. It's a, a whole uh, mishmash of Greek ideas that infected the, the, the viewpoint of, of, of the church. No, so sing a sacred and secular. It's all God's world. It's, yeah. it's all his. 
Interesting enough, I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday and, and the person doing it was saying, uh, he was talking about heaven and he said that heaven wasn't designed for people. I <laughs> uh, no, hell wasn't designed for people. Uh, uh, that in fact, it was for it was for the devil and his demons. You know, uh, now that's not, of course, to say that there isn't a hell and that unfortunately our choices in life, you know, but actually there's no God in heaven laughing. Uh, you know, we put ourselves in that separation, don't we? In this life, never mind. And, and that must, I mean, if it breaks our hearts, it must break the heart of God mm. himself, you know. But on the other side of the coin, the other scripture that I like, uh, which applies very much to what we've been talking about today, is that where the, uh, the, the people of God come together in unity, uh, that their God commands blessing. So there's something about... Uh, when the church comes together in diversity um, to, to serve, that that puts a smile on the face of God. Mm, I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. So one of the greatest challenges, that how have you been coping with the, obviously the lockdown and it's put a lot of strain okay. on churches and as, as we said right at the beginning of the program, we're all discovering the delights or non-delights of Zoom. <laughs> one of the things that brought joy to me during the lockdown was the way that the people in the flats worked as a community almost immediately well not almost immediately it happened there were people going around doing the shopping making sure everybody was okay without any prompting it just happened and that really to me that epitomized what we hope the spirit of uh, of the flats are nobody had to be directed there were people that said there is a need i'm going to fulfill that need well well finally uh, you know as we come to an end in the program uh, you might be wondering how you can get involved uh, with the with the incorporated Bournemouth Free Church Council and th- there's a number of ways you can do that but just generally it's a heart and a will isn't it absolutely very much so if if there are uh, churches that aren't represented in our number denominations expressions of Christianity that that aren't yet part we would love to welcome new member churches to to get involved and enrich our fellowship and uh, help us in in seeking to serve God in in the area. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it must be a great encouragement to you when people do come together, when when you meet together in different denominations, particularly in these days, to be able to compare notes and to be able to share fellowship together. I mean, we've used that word yes. uh, a few times, haven't we? But right at the heart, of course, of coming together of believers is that what lovely word. Uh, fellowship and it's possible then to become members as individuals no not as individuals it's the, w- the way it works is that the church or a church joins yeah and then they have one representative for every 50 members of their congregation so you don't get a sort of church building appearing but you do get people obviously representing those churches well you wouldn't have a building big enough to contend then would you <laughs> <laughs> but it, in, as individual membership i'm afraid the answer is no it is churches that join and then people representing those churches so going forward, I mean, obviously, as we all talk about vision and, and whatever, going forward, what would be your heart's desire for the, for the Features Council going forward? I think to have younger members representing a wider range of denominations. Absolutely. And also to maybe recapture something of, of the Free Church Council as a forum, as a melting pot for, for people of, of the, the non-conformist sort of reformed faith, actually looking at how we can best reach out and galvanise the churches together in relationship and in, in missional awareness and understanding. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.